The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Cynthia, you're having difficulties with your ex. He manipulates your son? Yes, ma'am. Yet, uh, how old is your son? Well, I hate to say, but he's 21 now. Oh, my goodness. This has been our history, and now that he's older, I'm thinking, is this the time to really lay it out on the line and share my feelings on this, or should I just forget it and let it ride and just let him figure it out on his own? Okay, so tell me one thing your ex is doing that's driving you up, that made you want to call me. Well, like I said, this has been going on for way too many years, yeah, and what, I've just... What does he say TV. about you? What, what In what way is he manipulating him? Um, he will tell him that I left him. Okay. He will tell them that I have interest elsewhere other than with our family. Mm-hmm. Um, he will tell them that I don't really care about either of them. Okay, so you have two I children. Did, Excuse me? You have more than one child. No. Oh, you don't care about the ex and... Um, and our son. And your son, yes. Uh, and I don't care about the home. Okay. And so who's living in the home? For years. And who lives in the home right now? He lives with his father. And why does he live with dad? Well, actually, we shared custody in the beginning, but... Um, It didn't work because when he would go to his father, his father would, like, buy him four-wheelers when he would come home. Um, he would buy him things when he came home. Um, he would say, you know, how can you stay with your mother mm-hmm. when you know how she is? She left us. Yeah. So rather than argue about that between us, yeah. my ex, and put our son in the middle, I conceded and thought it would be healthier for our son if he went ahead and stayed with his dad, even though that wasn't really what I wanted. Okay, so right now you're trying to uh, come clean with your son and tell him accurately you want to give him some facts. He's 21 years I old. Just wonder, uh, right, I just wonder if I should or if I should just go ahead and he still, you know, he was 16, he bought him two cars. Yeah, no, it sounds like he's... Uh, and, you're, you know, kids know that their parents are buying them. I've had kids come in and say, you know, my mom's so nice and she's really the good one. My dad tries to buy my love and I let him. Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. Oh, I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. <laughs> Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, here it is, The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. My dad tries to buy my love and I let him. (laughs) So, you know, kids are not dumb. They know the dynamics. Um, so, uh, if I were your son and you wanted to come clean for the next minute, tell me what you would say to me. Just pour your heart out to me, just for about a minute. I would tell him that I didn't really want to leave, but I didn't think that it was healthy for me to stay in our relationship because the way his dad treated me, and I didn't think 
I didn't want him to see that a mother and a wife would be treated this way. So I thought if I left, that I could at least, we could share our son, and he would not have to witness all this. And, you know, people make mistakes. Maybe I made a mistake in his eyes, but I went to several counselors over a period of time and asked, am I right, am I wrong? And each time they would tell me that I was right and that for my own stability and sanity, I better do something or I'm not going to have the emotional strength to do it. And so I opted to leave. Okay, so you left the marriage, and there wasn't another man involved? You weren't cheating or anything? No, I wasn't. He was. Okay, so was he beating up on you when you say that he wasn't treating you well? and you, Was he abusive? He was uh, very emotionally abusive, and he was quietly physically abusive. What would he do physically? Um, we got into an argument one time. I, mean, I can't even tell you what it was. But he put his hands around my neck. That scared me to death. Okay. Um, before You're... we were married, I probably, anyway, before we were married, yeah. he said some very insulting remarks to me. Yeah. And somehow he got me down on a <clears throat> concrete floor. Okay. Put his hand over my mouth and smashed my mouth so hard that it gave me a black eye. Okay, so here's what you can do. You can say to your son, this is something to think about. I can't tell you what to do, obviously. But you can say to your son something along the lines of, you might have sensed over the years, honey, that that the story that you've heard all these years is not quite accurate, and that is true. And if you want some of the facts, I will gladly give them to you. I went to counseling for several years. I can tell you just in brief that that I was abused, and um, and this is uh, this may be difficult to hear. And I left because I didn't want you to observe that abuse. I wanted you to have a shot at being a good a good person and hopefully a good husband someday. You exactly. Could, you could say something along those lines. If your son invites to you to talk more, you can talk. If he says, Mom, that's not true. Dad always called you a liar. You can say, you know, I can't change that. I know what happened. I know I was in counseling for this. And I'm sorry that that's the way you're feeling right now. If you ever do want to talk, please um, go ahead and do, you know, please, I'm here to talk. You know, make yourself available. So I know we're at the end of time, but I think he's old enough that you could open up gently at the beginning, offer him an invitation, and if he takes it, you can tell him some of the details. Um, Thank you so much. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. You're going to forgive me when you find out the wonderful thing I'm doing for you. Mm -hmm. See, there's this great woman who lives in my building. She's beautiful and funny. Just stop right there, Roz. I do not go out on blind dates. They're demeaning and a hideous waste of time. No, thank you. No. It's not for you. It's for your father. Oh, what time should you pick her up? And that's from Frazier. You probably recognize the voices. Now, what about blind dates? I can tell you that my I broke up with a boyfriend, or he broke up with me. It's so many years now, I don't even remember, which is good news for those of you who are going through the pain right now. Wait a while, and you may not remember who broke up with whom. Uh, but I broke up, and my parents were very concerned that I would go back with this uh, gentleman. He was a nice man, but we were definitely not a good match. And so my mother 
put out an all points bulletin and she just had all her friends calling all their friends and trying to find sons that were my age and for about a week this was during the Christmas holidays uh, vacation which from college is about a month my my mother got me fixed up with all of these different guys and I will tell you some of the, the first one was a complete dud it was a bummer the guy was so insecure he dressed to the hilt he dressed to impress and so what do you do do you just give up on blind dates well, I gotta tell you my last guy gotta tell you about this guy he comes to the door he is not dressed to the hilt. He's wearing dungarees. And he's got his little puppy in the car. And it's not a little puppy. It's a huge dog. And I'm not a dog person. And the dog's in the front seat. And he takes me out to eat. And at the end of the meal, he tells me to order whatever I want. Order a steak. That's not typical for me, but I ordered a steak. He did too. And at the end of the meal, without batting an eye, he hands a two for the price of one coupon to the waitress. And he had no awareness that this was not how to impress, but he also had no awareness that that's exactly how to impress me. I thought he was the coolest man on earth. And he did other things. We came back to our house and my family doesn't drink coffee. And so he came in and he found some instant coffee and just went through the cupboards, made himself his own coffee. That is my husband. That is my husband of several decades now and I adore him. So if you're poo-pooing blind dates, you may want to just try the next one. It may work out for you. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. A good antidote to reckless spending is to ask the following questions before buying anything, especially the big ticket items. What is the real reason I or we want this? Is it to show off or because it's a real value to me and my family? Would I even want this if no one other than my partner knew that I had it? Did I choose it using my own judgment or just because others said it was desirable? Is this the best possible use for this money? Is there something that would be more valuable to us in the long run, like putting it in investments or savings? You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and buy it at amazon.com.